Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. All right, welcome back to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. So good to have you guys on the program. Before I dive into today's episode with my guest, I want to just go back in time a little bit and talk to you guys. Um, the last two episodes that I've done, hopefully you've listened to both of them, but I'm bringing them up just in case you haven't. Um, two episodes ago, I did an episode with Justin Cormichael. Justin uh, was, I was going to say is, was the producer of Demand Gen Radio and Demand Gen TV and a four-year incredible member of our marketing team. And those are just two of the areas of his responsibilities. Phenomenal marketing specialist. And he resigned, and we did an exit interview. And I encourage you, if you didn't listen to the episode, uh, give a quick listen because, you know, if you're a manager and maybe experiencing a little bit of what they're calling the great resignation, uh, then maybe you can take some tips away on how at least I conducted that exit interview. And by the way, in my LinkedIn post, I gave myself some critique and where I thought I could do differently. And I outlined what I thought the right structure should be. It was also maybe you're thinking of resigning, which we'll get to next. Uh, and maybe some good tips in there to have conversations with, uh, you know, your manager or, their, or team members if you're leaving. Following that episode, I did one that I really want to call to your attention with Megan Leaders. And it was the episode just before this. And that is a story about Megan taking a six-month sabbatical. And right before this episode that I'm recording with you today uh, with Brooke, I pulled up to the subway to get a sandwich and a drink. And in the car, took a phone call from someone who I've known for a long time, client many times. Uh, and she was in tears and was listening to the podcast earlier that day. And we had a very thoughtful conversation about whether that's the right thing for her to do uh, is to take some time off to deal with depression, mental health, and what she's going through. And I just want to say to all of you, the reason I bring it back up on this episode and come back to the topic is a career in marketing is incredibly daunting. It is challenging uh, beyond words. You know that. And I want to make sure you know that you're not alone. And so I invite you, if, if I can be of help in any way, if you need a sounding board or just someone to talk to, Reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm not a licensed therapist, and certainly, you know, don't don't profess to have all the answers. But I'm certainly a good listener and here to help you uh, if you're looking to make a career change, maybe to another company, or just wondering um, how to cope with and deal with. Um, that's certainly a, a core competency. So maybe there's some things you're struggling with in your role that I can help with. Not saying that a resignation or a sabbatical is the right thing, but I am here to help. Uh, today's episode, which I'm very excited about with Brooke is continuing on this theme of personal development. And we're going to talk about Brooke's journey right now. Brooke, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good, David. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I am good. I'm feeling a little emotional, candidly. I'm, 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 I'm wearing the emotions of the conversation just a little bit because it was a tough one. And I, I want my advice to uh, be helpful and, and was listening. I'm sure, you know, Brooke, before we dive into your journey, like, it's a real thing, right? I mean, marketing is very, very daunting. You're the director of marketing operations. You've got to be responsible for an entire stack, stitch it together, help with analytics, data reporting, uh, bring the infrastructure in that's needed to drive growth, put processes and documentation. It, it's a huge list of responsibilities, and that's one role in marketing. And let's face it, we all, in our earlier careers, 
probably were not prepared for the duties and responsibilities we have. We'll talk about that. But you ever felt yeah. you ever felt overwhelmed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I which, have. In fact, day? yeah. I mean, I can certainly relate to the need to step back as well. Um, so as you mentioned, you know, I'm I'm a marketer by day, but I'm also the mom of a four, almost five-year-old. And uh, last year I was working in consulting when COVID hit and schools closed and everyone started working from home and doing the mental gymnastics of trying to be a, an amazing full-time employee, amazing mom, amazing you know preschool teacher, all of those things, something had to give. I couldn't be amazing at everything all at once. Um, and so I actually did step back for four months as well. I moved to a part-time uh, transition for four months. So I worked four hours in the morning and then for the four hours in the afternoon, I got to be mom and preschool teacher and close my computer and step away from, from being that. a marketer for a little bit to be able to achieve that balance. But I, I understand the the mental strain that goes with trying to do a lot and being a little more limited in your support system because of the certain circumstances yeah. that we're under. So one of the things I, I really love about BDO and BDO Digital is our Flex program and how proactive they are with employees to take advantage uh, of it. Mm -hmm. Just a very, very pro-employee company and culture. We have someone going through uh, transformation, uh, you know, changing gender, and a lot of communication uh, the organization is providing to support that person uh, through that. So uh, it's important. How are you, uh, you know, with that Flex schedule, and, and you've come off of it, thoughts, recommendations to anyone who, who's maybe out of balance? Yeah. I mean, if you need to take that time to reset, do find a way to make that happen. Um, you know, hopefully your organization is able to be supportive of that and find opportunities to make that process easy for you. If not, you know, to your point, that organization may not be the right fit for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but being able to be transitioned back in and supported as you do move back into that full-time role is every bit as important too. Yeah. In her situation, to me, the, the main thing is that the environment's very toxic. It's not mm -hmm. so much marketing and the marketing role and duties because she's incredibly competent and skilled, but just things that are going on there that made a bad pick. And it's, you know, yeah. sometimes you have to course correct. Let's talk about you. I went to a workshop, uh, Brooke, once, and it was uh, about a three, four-hour workshop. And the gentleman there fostered a communication that was a, a very moving experience for those of us that were in attendance. And the communication was, he told us about his trip along the Camino de Santiago, which many movies have been made about and many stories there. It's this 500-mile trek that he took. And the workshop was centered around um, questions that you commonly ask people along this journey. And he took those common questions and turned it into a workshop. And the common questions are, you know, if you said, so if you walked along a, a path and you met someone, what's something that you might ask them besides their name is, is where, where are you from? Or where, where'd your journey begin on this trek? Cause you can start at any point. And that's what I want to talk with you today is about your journey. Cause we all have different journeys that lead us to these roles in marketing operations or marketing leadership or even a marketing specialist you know many different paths and your journey uh at least your start i don't think is that common going from conducting autopsies to a role in marketing so uh brooke where did your 
journey begin? Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, uh, my journey sort of began conducting autopsies. <laughs> crazy. So, so my degree is actually in psychology and forensic science. And throughout that process, I had internships, of course, on the psychology side, doing, um, you know, some child psychology and diagnostic testing, that sort of thing. But I also had an internship where I spent my summer doing autopsies alongside medical students. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was through that, though, that I learned that that wasn't the career path that I wanted to go. How did you figure that um, out? How'd you know that? I'm very much a person who likes some element of social interaction, particularly, um, you know, face-to-face -face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also sunlight. It was in the summer and I never saw the sunlight and the idea of spending an entire career in a basement um, usually either alone or with one other person and never seeing the sun, uh, I could see that it wasn't going to be something that would be a good fit for me. And so that's where I leaned into the psychology piece a little bit. And I actually moved um, out of the, the true psychology, so to speak. And my next internship was doing market research for Daimler Chrysler. Uh, so when I took part in that internship, this is, you know, kind of dating myself a little bit here, but at the end of that internship, when I had thought I was going to have a role full time with the organization, they were splitting. Mm -hmm. And so there was a hiring freeze. Okay. And this was the start of the recession as well. And I was in Detroit at the, the time. 2008 recession ish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. 2000. It, it started a little bit earlier in Detroit at 2007 ish yeah. um, for us, but uh, you know, and it, it pushed me into being a restaurant manager um, for a while where I was doing a little bit of marketing for the restaurant. I was responsible for things like social media and the website, um, promoting our event space, working with publications, that sort of thing, nice. and was also working on field events on the side as well. Uh, and that's what got me into my first real full-time marketing role was that field events piece. Um, from there, I transitioned into a true marketing generalist role. And I would say that that's really where my, my, my journey as a marketing operations professional truly began. Um, I started out touching everything but responsible for events and trade shows, sales enablement, collateral and giveaways, website, social media, blog content, all of that. And then we got Microsoft Click Dimensions. We very quickly grew out of that and we got Marketo. And when I touched that for the first time, something just clicked. Wow. I wish and I had a sound effect for that, like special magical sound when you said that. <laughs> yeah. I felt that. It, it really was. It really was. Um, for me, it was understanding the power of what that gave to a marketer in being able to communicate with customers and prospects, mm -hmm. what it was able to bring to the customer experience, um, what it was able to do just for the entire organization and the potential that it had. And I just fell absolutely in love with it and what it could do. Uh, and I brought that into some of the other responsibilities that I had for the team and was, you know, sort of a user for the platform for about a year and a half, two years until the admin in our organization left. Before we go to that, these questions that, that I got in this workshop and I encourage everyone like grab a piece of paper and write down like, where did your journey begin? Because you could have said anything 
And I remember when I wrote down a piece of paper, I felt that my journey began the day that I went down Ventura Boulevard with my dad and we bought and picked out my very first home computer. It was just life-changing for me. Uh, and for you, making this career change was uh, 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 the start of your journey. And, and going, you know, it's like, yeah, there was layoffs and there were things happening during the recession, but it puts you in an opportunity as a restaurant manager to completely get on a new course, learn marketing skills, develop those capabilities, and and more and more and more and more and more and more responsibility. Then you discover like a little treasure chest, this powerful tool called Marketo for digital marketing. And now there's a role that is open for you. There's an opportunity yeah. that you go and, and pursue. And what happened? Yeah. So like you mentioned, a lot of it was seizing opportunities as they came along the way. And this was an opportunity that I wanted. It's something that felt right for me. And when I first asked for that role, I was told no. Wow. I was told no because I wasn't Marketo certified. It didn't matter that I had been with the organization for two and a half years, that I had been part of the selection process, stood the tool up, had been using it. It was because I didn't have a piece of paper. Um, on that note, we were working on a job description finalizing one yesterday, and the hiring manager was going over with HR the requirements for it. And it there was a bullet point for education, and it was, does it require a college degree? Now, the person I know that is moving into the role has been working for 30 years, but does not have a college degree, has a high school degree, but doesn't have a college degree, you know, and in advance of, of this podcast, hearing you talk about that, we, we removed that requirement because we didn't feel it actually was a requirement for the role that you didn't need to necessarily go to college. And if anybody read my post on LinkedIn about, you know, um, <laughs> It was is to dear inbound college students seeking a degree in marketing and basically said everything you learn in school is not going to be relevant to your job and we've we've all experienced that and everything's an exaggeration because college is an amazing experience but i was talking about the curriculum hasn't caught up and and brooke doesn't have a marketo certification my goodness what what happened so for me that was a bit of a breaking point and i started interviewing wow i was at another company at another, at another company. Yep. I was ready to make a move to somewhere where I could have a role like that and was willing to take a chance on me. And as that process went along, my current boss at the time caught wind of the fact that I was interviewing How'd she find and that, that I out? was very close. How'd she know? Uh, conversation with another coworker okay. at a bar, you know how <laughs> the story goes, right? Uh, but she caught wind of it and had a very frank conversation with me. Uh, she actually sat down and asked me for a copy of the job description for the role that I was looking for and the salary that I was asking for. And I, for whatever reason, gave it to her. Um, and 24 hours later, I had a piece of paper in front of me with basically a stay offer at my current organization, giving me that Marketo admin role that I, I love, wanted. I love that. I remember coaching, uh, Avery would have been a little young for me. I coached girls uh, soccer for 14 years. And I think under eight was the youngest ever, which is a very hard bunch of, of kids to coach soccer. But one of the things I learned, Brooke, very on, is, is a great leadership skill. 
we would have these games and you know in soccer there there's not big point spreads right it's like two to one one zero three to two it's not not 15 to one and so there was always these critical games where the game is on the line in the last couple minutes of the game and i remember let's call her brooke bartos i remember this girl on the bench and she was a defender a defender that was the role that she position she normally played and she said coach put me in score was tied a couple minutes left and we had been behind and we barely caught up it was like maybe 2-0 now it was 2-1 then it got to be 2-2 and I did what the coach should do when someone gets off the bench and says put me in coach and you look in her eyes and you're like the thought through my head was like she's a defender she doesn't have the certification, you know, to be a striker and get the goal. But we won that game and she got that goal. And it was a great lesson. Whenever somebody says, put me in coach, I remember and go back to that. I'm glad things turned out for you. Um, it was an indirect path and had your friend or colleague not not leaked the information, think your journey could have been on a very different path. So let's let's continue forward though. So now you're in this in this role, but Brooke, you, you didn't get that certification, but well, you must be making up for things because you are a four X Marketo champion, lean data certified, fearless 50 winner, uh, and, and several others of, of credentials. So what's going on there? Yeah. I mean, that was really the start of it. And, you know, three months after moving into that role, I got Marketo certified. That was a big thing for me to validate that that faith that was put in me was well-placed. Um, and yeah. also kind of to, to prove to those who didn't believe in me that I did deserve this. Um, but just going on from there, I expanded it to Marketo offered specializations at the time. So I mm -hmm. got eight of the 11 specializations before those were discontinued. Uh, but I, I fell in love with the technology and how different data points integrated with each other and how just the overall network began to work together. And so that's where some of those other certifications came into play. It was, you know, a validation of the skill set, uh, but it was also personally gratifying in a lot of ways to, to have that, um, really be able to position myself as an expert in the space. And that's ultimately what led me to become a Marketo champion uh, and have some of the opportunities that I've had along the way to speak at things like Adobe Summit, Serious Decisions, um, you know, MarTech Fest, a variety of different conferences, and of course, to be here with you today. Would you recommend people follow your journey? Do you feel that the, the certifications take that, the public speaking and those all have, have, are they helping you intrinsically? Are they helping you in your role? Um, I always feel like, you know, if you want to become a master at something, go teach it because it really puts mm -hmm. you in a place where you've got to be at a certain level of, of competence. What would you recommend to people that are maybe earlier in their path or along the same uh, path you're on, but maybe not as credentialed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, it was about seizing opportunities as they came along. Um, but as you mentioned, the teaching piece is really a part of that. It, for me, on that side came from being a Marketo users group leader. Mm -hmm. uh, a position opened up here for that in Chicago. And so I took on that role. And when you do have to teach other people, you have to be absolutely solid in your knowledge yourself. Um, you know, I had done that a little bit internally in my organization, that, that same role uh, at the time. 
is where I got pregnant with my daughter. And I had to train someone on our Marketo instance and teach her how to run that while I was gone for three months. Okay. She was a mechanical engineer. She wow. wasn't a marketer. Uh, she helped do content for our marketing team, but she also was like, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take this chance. Teach me and I'll do what I can. I'll do the best I can with it. And when I got back from my maternity leave, she ultimately came to me and said, Hey, I love this platform. I want to get certified. And so six months later, we got her Marketo certified as well. Yeah. Let's, let's go but, back to this workshop framework. Um, again, I encourage you guys to write down where your journey began, but I'm going to ask you two questions in the time that we have. Well, hopefully we can hit both. How is it going? And where, where are you going? So let's start with how it's going. So it sounds like to me, it's going very well and you're advancing and learning and getting more responsibility. But how, how is it going in the context of the journey that you're on and what, what maybe your expectations were or how you're feeling? Yeah, I am happier now with my career than I have ever been. That's awesome. Um, you know, all of the things that have led up to this point, I, you know, just about four months ago, made a move back in-house from consulting to a late stage startup where I can take all of the things that I learned in consulting and apply them to my own organization, have some skin in the game, have a lot more influence than I had before, um, but have budget and resources and a team around me that supports everything that I do and is excited to see where we can take the organization. Um, and coming into something with, you know, certainly there's expectations that go with that, but feeling supported in that um, has really been huge for me. And I'm getting to do things that, you know, starting out in consulting or, you know, that first role that I was in prior, now I'm actually get to, getting to do those things that I sort of dreamed about back then. Awesome. Um, so for me, it's been a really exciting move. And, and a lot of incredible progress along the way. So then where, where, where are you, where are you going? That's a great question. Um, you know, as, as you can see, I'm kind of a, a learner by trade, uh, a builder, uh, so to speak. And so for me, I want to continue on that journey. I don't know that there is a specific end for me. I don't know that I want there to be an end because mm -hmm. without continued learning and growth opportunities, uh, I feel that I'd be bored and stagnating. Um, and, you know, seizing the opportunities as they come along, uh, I think has been huge for me and hoping that that continues. You have chosen a path, at least at this point in the marketing operations area, a bit more the science of marketing mm -hmm. than maybe the experiential field marketing, content marketing programs of the past. Uh, did that happen? Was it conscious? And, and how are you feeling about being more in the technical or science side of marketing versus, you know, the, the, the other areas? Yeah, it, you know, how it actually happened, a lot of it is pure chance. Uh, but I always laugh because a lot of the psychology and forensic science pieces apply in a really weird way <laughs> to marketing automation and marketing technology. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're backtracking 
from an end result. You're trying to figure out what happened and why. Uh, you're also from the marketing side looking at consumer behavior. That's all psychology. How do you influence different things? What messaging, what tone, what colors, you know, getting in front of people at certain points in time. That's all psychology. So I still use so much of that mm -hmm. in my day-to-day -day role. Um that it's it's kind of a fun synergy that brings all of that together with the technology and these different tools and toys and seeing how they come together. Um, you know, the technology piece, I guess, probably started when I got my first computer too, way back when we were building Angel Fire and Geocity's sites in MySpace. And I was first learning HTML because I wanted to make something Pink's Comic Sans MS, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that wait, all wait, still wait. carries. Uh, there's, there's more stories behind. I remember, I remember when Naomi was saying that she learned how to publish on website uh, because she wanted to make a Backstreet Boys website. So, why were you making yeah. something pink? Well, I want to know what you were designing. <laughs> You know, yeah, the typical, uh, you know, the goofy little things on MySpace. I'm pretty sure I actually had a Sailor Moon fan page All right. on Angel Fire. There it is. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was probably where the Pink Comic Sans came okay. in. Okay. Too good. Well, I am glad it's going well. It is, it's, it's been an emotional day for me you know, to hear someone who is, again, equally uh, competent in, in terms of where they have gone in their role and not in a good place. And you just, yeah. you know, just, just beaming, just so happy. You can see the glow of you uh, and, and how sincere you are and just loving what you do. I think, you know, for myself, you know, being on the agency side, you know, it's like dog years, you know, um, you're doing so many work for so many different clients. You really learn so much. And for you to take all that client expertise and now bring that as someone focused in running marketing operations there at the company is, is great. Well, I've enjoyed our last month together with with wine and now the podcast and um congratulations on all your success you know it's i if you guys have not connected with brooke online uh make a connection on linkedin i think it's great that we all have a community among us and you're not only a, a marketo user group leader but but someone who's here to help others as i am so thank you what are you gonna what are you gonna do uh what, what's your meeting coming up in about a minute yeah, I'm actually meeting with part of the Marketo Advisory Committee to talk Marketo users groups. All so. right. Well, will you plant this idea on them and then we'll hang up uh, digitally. I would like to build a Marketo mobile app. It is a, it's something on my goal list. It's right there on a post-it note. Um, and I'd like to get a little brain trust, a little think tank to do that because I think there's a great opportunity for a mobile app for either the sales team or with some marketing and capabilities. So see if there's some people there that want to be part of that think tank and let's go build something and, and, and change some lives, change some advance some careers. So good to have you on the program. Thank you. Give my best to, uh, to everybody, to all of you. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today with Brooke. Like I said, give her a connection, another action item for you. Where did your journey begin? How is it going? And what is it, where are you going? What does it look like when you get there? Answer those questions for yourself because the last three episodes, this one, the one about the sabbatical and Justin's departure really should give you the time uh, when the world is changing so much to think about whether you were in the right place, doing the right things, and what it takes for you to have an incredible journey. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world. 
to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. 